yeah, so I want. I also got a one of those uh, dynamic. What is it called? Ergonomic chairs that Joe Rogan's pedaling. How much I have a full was studio now? How much was it? It was a thousand dollars. No, <laughs> nice. No, now we're really that. we're really a serious uh, podcast. We should think about doing warm opens too. <laughs> <laughs> warm opens? You mean a cold open? No, like a rolling open where we just like are talking and then it's like, oh hey. Yeah, I think that's think that's a cold open. Listen, sister, I don't dance. I can't take time out now to learn. Smoke mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. We're more like treasure protectors. Who's scruffy looking? They're gonna hate us at the beginning, but we'll get them in the air. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Welcome to Loose Concept, the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet. My name is Elijah Smith, and we're coming to you across the the bandwidth um, from a secret hideout location. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here here with my co-host, my one one of my co-hosts, Sean Mackey. Sean, how's it going? Yo, what's up? How's it going? What's new? Oh, you know, just just living the dream, just getting into the broadcasting game like everybody else that has a microphone and is quarantined from coronavirus. You got to. It's the only thing we can do at a time like That's this. That's right. We're also we're also uh, joined by our other co-host, Mr. Rudy Rudolph. Rudy, what's up? Hey, hey guys. It's uh, not much is up. I've been inside a lot, and uh, I'm turning very pale. Nice. <laughs> so. Need some vitamin D. You're not getting out on the getting on the out on the back porch with the uh, aluminum foil and get a little uh, <laughs> get a little sun. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have much of a back porch, but uh, and it snowed today. <laughs> it snowed today. Yeah, it's March today, a week from my birthday. So you guys don't forget. Ooh. And hey, uh, don't you shouldn't tell people <laughs> what day it is in case this comes out like a year later <laughs> or. F- Ten days later, yeah, we're trying to go for that evergreen content, dude. Fraudsters. Yeah, this is gonna be. We want this to last forever. This is the archives? No, I think uh, people like, like all good podcasts. No, that's true. We um, only talk about the relevant things, the most pressing hot bush, hot button <laughs> issues. That's why we pick movies that were made in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Did you guys see the uh, the Imagine video? I did. Gal Gadot. I think, I think Sean and I have very different takes on this, so I'll let Sean like, go first. Like Sean, Sean, how did you feel about the Imagine, the celebs lip sing, or uh, acapella singing Imagine? I thought it was, was good. It was funny. Um, I liked Will Ferrell. I liked that he was looking just like trash <laughs> in his bathroom. <laughs> I think we all just need a hair. We all need a haircut right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I felt like. Have you guys shaved watching. lately? I haven't shaved in like three weeks. I haven't shaved, but I gave myself a haircut last week, so my hair is oh, looking pretty I need, trim. I need I need a bar a new barber, Elijah. Are you willing to come down here? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> don't, anytime. Let, don't let him cut your hair. Don't let him cut your hair. <laughs> Elijah Elijah's very good hair, so he's able to shave it down to a number two all the way around. But not everybody looks good with a number two all the way around. Uh, yeah, so, but I thought it was good. It was, um, I thought, pretty in, pretty inspiring. I liked it. It was weird, though. Some of the people, I didn't know who they were. I was like, are you a celebrity? <laughs> are you A-list? 
Why are you famous? They're just they're just so famous you don't know who they are. What was funny You're is the a, one that's a, out of the a, loop. A lot of the commenters were like, "Who is that one lady that had a good voice and it was Sia?" But like nobody knows what Sia looks like. <laughs> uh, so that's the one of the downsides to one of the downsides to hiring hiding your face your entire career. <laughs> yes, no one knows what you actually look like. <laughs> Maybe so. it's not the move. Who'd have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> it's not the move so. to boost that public image. By hiding it, <laughs> but no, um, I thought I, it was inspiring. See, I don't know if I, how much I cared about the famous people that were singing it. The song "Imagine," it's just a trash song. Okay, oh, uh, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Just, right off the bat, <laughs> it's imagine there's no heaven and no hell, and imagine people all live for the day. You know yeah. what that would be like? That would be I guess chaos. I, I, guess I, really, okay. I guess I didn't really look <laughs> be, I didn't really look at the There would lyrics. be people stealing from from one another, pillaging. <laughs> it would just be absolutely chaos. So no, I don't want to imagine a world where everyone is just living for today because the day after that is gonna really suck. You don't need to imagine. That was the movie, The Purge. They made it. I don't have to imagine exactly. it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It does feel like the purge some days. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's true. We may, we may be getting there regardless. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll need to check out the lyrics and I'll report back. <laughs> yeah, always read the lyrics. To me, the the worst thing about it was that it's all these people and they're like multi million dollar homes singing this song about how we should all just live in harmony and peace. And it's really easy to just feel love for humanity and joy. When your house has like a tennis court and indoor swimming pool, yeah, they probably all have pelotons. Yeah, I think if I was living that lifestyle, I could. It'd be much easier for me to imagine yeah. a world where everybody lives in harmony. I can stay inside you know and that. have a peloton, <laughs> looking over my uh, fourteen swimming pools. That's all it takes is the peloton. Yeah, the pelotons yeah. for me. I don't know. I just, yeah, I'm just, I'm really missing the YMCA. I think, I think people That's could be a little more productive do. in their, their their streaming efforts or in their uh, celebrity sharing. Um, I mean, Rudy, you mentioned Jared Leto's movie club. If you want to explain that, I had never heard yes. of this before you brought it up, brought it up to me today. Yeah, Who knew yeah, so, Rudy was in tune with Jared Leto? <laughs> big, well, big Jared Leto fan. Rudy ever Rudolph. Since, ever since he put on that makeup uh, in the Joker. Yeah, ever since Dallas Buyers Club. Ever since Dallas Buyers Club. Once I saw him dress up like a woman, that really just sealed the deal for me. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, he started, first of all, he didn't know that the, uh, the, the coronavirus was a thing yeah. talking about you know, <laughs> disconnected celebrities and their millions. Well, he was, at, he was, he was on in a, a, I think it was a six day or a 12, 12 day, day fast and like a psychedelic meditation, <laughs> 12 day silent meditation in the year technology in the desert. So clearly, you know, if you want to find out the heart of society, I would say spend fifty thousand dollars to go on a 12-day fast in the mm. deserts of california <laughs> and uh but but when, when he came back he uh he decided to host a little I, this is like an idea that one of us would have i think with our friends would be like let's all watch a movie together and uh you know text each other during it <laughs> and I, so i think it's a pretty cool idea jared leto you know so you did he you, like but... did he like live stream himself watching the movie and people are just watching Jared Leto watching movies? Because Shia LaBeouf did that years ago. Yeah, Shia, Shia is the original. <laughs> yeah, Shia LaBeouf set the, I think set the trend. In the... This is a hot take. I think Shia LaBeouf is one of the most creative go. people to ever 
be on this planet. I don't think that takes that hot. That's pretty lukewarm. That's pretty lukewarm take. Isn't he crazy though? What's the difference between crazy and creative? I don't really. That's a, it's a very it's a very fine you have to line. be crazy to be creative. I love line. I'm not gonna say I don't love him, but I think it's a good that, idea. Yo, when when he was streaming his his movies, that like him watching his movies, that is like that was a top top moment in live streaming ever. Yes. I name a better live streaming moment than that. I don't think it exists. No, that was that was the pinnacle. I can remember being. I think I was in college. I can remember being in college and just watching him watch these movies. It was great. <laughs> he was asleep for some of them. Was, was like, yeah, he's he's asleep for some. He's laughing for others. He's like ordering people pizza. <laughs> oh, now I that was a live stream. That is the world John Lennon had in ma- had in mind when he was ready to imagine <laughs> the utopia. <laughs> the utopia. We're all just in a theater watching watch, movies. Watching movies with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> there was a live stream from the DC Zoo, the National Zoo, of the naked mole rats. And it was yeah. like super epic. I'm going to send you guys all a link. And we'll post in the <laughs> show notes too. Yeah, we'll post in the show notes. It's funny. That's what I like to call Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, whoa. whoa <laughs> naked whoa. mole rat. No, we should definitely we should definitely do it though. Watch a movie all together. Maybe we, that's what we should do for this podcast when we actually watch the movie. Mm, true. Yeah. True. That'll be a premium content. Yes, yeah, so when we get on Patreon and charge people forty dollars a month for yeah, elite that's, content. That's for the Patreon subscribers only. Yeah. I'm gonna start live stream live streaming myself at work. It'll be just just like the Shia LaBeouf <laughs> thing, but I'll be sitting in a cubicle. <laughs> um, generally, what our plan is for this podcast, as you can probably tell, it's gonna be, this is a very loose operation. Super loose, as the name may have betrayed. But um, the plan generally is to just go over some movie news. You know have a trailer of the week discussion. Um, but it, this may this may have been a bad time to start a podcast as uh, they pretty much postponed every movie for the next at least six months. So Yeah, and I think everybody is going to start a podcast because they're all super bored. So Yeah, yeah perfect you know, time. I think a lot of people are looking for a podcast hosted by three middle-class white dudes right now. It's just there aren't a lot of those. And so uh, mm, I feel like I'm closer on the to the poor status and middle class. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely still paycheck to paycheck over here. Lower middle class, okay. working class. Yeah, working class. Three working class white dudes <laughs> from America. Just the opinions that people want to hear. Um, <laughs> but anyway, there were no no uh, no new trailers this week, so we're gonna talk talk about a trailer from two weeks ago. The trailer for the new Dwayne The Rock Johnson vehicle, summer vehicle, summer vehicle. Jungle Cruise. It is a vehicle. Quite literally. <laughs> it is quite literally a summer vehicle. The Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Boys, Cruise. What do you think about the, what do you think about this Jungle Cruise trailer? Well, you know, <laughs> I'm afraid to say what I think about this Jungle Cruise trailer. Okay, ba- based on the, <laughs> the silence, not glowing reviews. Um, I, you know. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of The Rock, I think. <laughs> Dwayne, <laughs> I'm, I'm tiptoeing around this. I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be a, a way to see a different side of The Rock. I think he's a a cap you know, a captain on side. It, it can go one of two ways. You can see the captain side of him coming out and being you know uh, just a love interest, you know, a mysterious. <laughs> River love interest, or you could see a gigantic alligator coming out of the water, and then the rock fights it and kills it with his bare hands. So it could go one of two ways. <laughs> There's only two ways for this movie to end. Yeah, it's gonna be entertaining. John, it's gonna be entertaining, but 
it's one of those ones, I don't know. <laughs> it looks a little bit too, I don't know if it, I think it's going for the kid type summer vehicle. Um, so <laughs> that, well, that's the thing. That's the thing with the Rock is you can never really tell if his movie movies are meant for adults or kids. Maybe that's the beauty of them. Because like the second Jumanji, I don't know really if I'm taking my like six year old to go see Jumanji two. But I mean, at the same time, it's a movie about a board game. Yeah, that's based off of a movie with children in it. But and, uh, it will be the second. Yeah. I think you brought this up, Elijah. It'll be the second. Um, Disney theme park ride that's going to be a movie. Oh, yeah. So, yep. which I just don't understand. How can you, yeah. why would you make a th- like do they make the ride first with the intention of the movie <laughs> behind it or is it like, oh, here's a fun idea for a ride? <laughs> I think that's I think that's what they were thinking when they made the Pirates of the Caribbean ride years and years and years and years ago when they first built the the, the Disney World theme park. They were like, we're going to make a movie out of this someday. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably gonna make a pirate movie. So. May as well build the build the ride now. Just like no, I think I think they build the rides, and then it's just a way of like, you're not only are you boosting the the parks, right? You're put it putting a little uh, little boost in the parks, saying, "Yo, come to the parks, come on the the Pirates of the Caribbean ride." You've seen the movie, now come on the ride. You can boost the <laughs> you can advertise the parks as well as make money because you just made a multi-million dollar movie that you're marketing the crap out of. You know, it's a smart Disney move. And on top of that, you're getting Dwayne Johnson, who is just like you know, he's like Disney franchise machine guy. He's gold. Great. Yeah. I think I don't think you're gonna I don't think you're gonna see a different side of Dwayne Johnson in this. To be honest with you, I think you're gonna see the same side we've seen in every single other Dwayne Johnson movie because he always plays the same exact character just in different situations. Like <laughs> in Rampage, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but with gigantic animals destroying a city. In Skyscraper, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but he's his family is trapped in a skyscraper. In uh, Jumanji, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but he's actually a character that's trapped in a video game. Yeah. It's just he's it's always just the same, he's always the same person. Yeah. What about Moana? In Moana, he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the body of a animated ca- cartoon character. What about that Tooth Fairy one? In the Tooth Fairy, he's Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, you know what I just thought about? Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of our era. Yes. So now that is an interesting take. You know, like he he can go do an action movie with Kevin Hart, but then he can also come and do the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> well, that I mean, has he really done any like like when was the last time Dwayne Johnson was in like an like an R-rated action movie. Was Hobbs and Shaw? I think it was PG. Dude, I just saw that. I PG just saw 13. that last night. PG-13. Okay. Rudy, what'd you think? Let's hear your Hobbs I and was, Shaw take. I, w- I was not a big fan. Awesome. That's an awesome cast. And I just thought it was like, where are they going? Boo. What are they doing? Is it on Netflix Why or do something? I care about though? this virus? Boo. It was just, yeah, I don't know. I love the cast. Idris Elba's the man. He was so cool, but it was like, what are his limits? And like, <laughs> he doesn't have uh, any. Nobody has any. It's great. Nobody's got any limits. No limits. And then the Rock's not even. You know? Can I tell you what the Rock's ethnicity is? He's, He's American Canadian. He's from Canada. No, his parents are from Canada. He's from Canada. Wikipedia. Google He's it. He's Samoan. He. I don't even think he's Samoan. I don't think he is. What? Yes. I don't know. Yes, he most, right defi- he most definitely is. He's the son of. Yeah, he's Pulling Samoan. 
I don't know. He's one of those people you see him on Instagram. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm here in my hometown of Alabama. And then it'll yeah, be like two exactly. weeks later, oh, I'm here in my hometown of L.A. I grew up here. Or uh, three weeks later, oh, I'm down in Miami. I uh, went to college in Miami. This is where I always feel the most at home. He's just like a citizen of the world, you know? Dude, okay, here's his nationality. He American, was born in Canadian. Hayward, California. Yeah, but his parents, his parents were Canadian and American. Yeah, but that, that doesn't, doesn't mean that anything. Well, yeah, your parents don't have any impact on what you are. Johnson is half black and half Samoan. He's oh, a, you're right. A, His father was a black Canadian from Nova Scotia. Gotcha. Boom. See? Boom. Okay, I was wrong. He's re, the man. Re, recant your slander against Dwayne Johnson. Guess what? Saying he's a Canadian is not slander. That's why he's so nice. Dude, one of his other <laughs> ring names was Flex Kavana. Glad he <laughs> oh, yeah. got rid of that one. <laughs> The amount of sweaty Flex pictures of The Rock on his on his Wikipedia page are just like. <laughs> Did you guys next know that level. he's officially retired from re- um, wrestling? What does nobody's, that even mean? Though? Nobody's ever officially tired from <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he came back. Oh, <laughs> he's if you want to, <laughs> that's The Rock's music. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're looking for some interesting content, go to Dwayne Dwayne Johnson's uh, Instagram page and watch his video statement on. Uh, coronavirus here's a guy here's a guy who is all in on trying to be president someday you can see this is like his audition it's like dwayne johnson trying to act presidential it's pretty Dude, great. that's what i'm saying he's gonna he's gonna become the the governor of california eventually like arnold well i mean he, he was is born from there he was born there maybe he'll be he'll become grand liege of samoa grand he's also liege. from he's also from virginia what? And yeah, I would I, I would love to see a rock presidential campaign. That would be so amazing. So good. <laughs> we need That's that right. We need that right we, now. We got it on the record right now as uh we're we're anticipating a rock presidency. Yeah. So when it happens t-shirts. When it happens, you heard it here first. Loose concept. Always breaking the breaking the new scoops. I feel like he has you know. to come on the podcast now since we believed in him first. <laughs> Yeah, we'll re- all be reaching out for sure. We'll uh, yeah, we'll have our uh, business Time development team reach out to him. Yeah. And, uh, our people will talk to check, his people. Yeah, check his availability. Yeah, get him on the sketch. Can we please talk about the movie? I really want to talk okay. about it. It's my okay. favorite. So here's here's how this podcast is gonna work. Every week we're gonna pick. You sound like a child on Christmas. I just wanna. I wanna talk about it. I love every it. week. Every week we're gonna pick a feature movie to go over that we're gonna discuss. Um, and we'll, uh, we're going to let you guys know the movie for the next week in advance so that you can watch it and be prepped for it. Um, but as this is our first week, we are not going to, you're not going to be able to watch it in advance. You're just going to have to watch it in the uh, retrograde after you see this. But, um, the vi- movie for this week feature presentation movie is Rudy's favorite movie of all time. Goodwill hunting. How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? How do you like them apples? (laughs) So since this is uh, Rudy's favorite movie, we're going to let him open up. Rudy, tell us why. Tell us why you're so... This takes the top spot on the Rudy movie rankings. (laughs) So in love. Okay. uh, While watching this for the eighth time uh, to freshen up on this uh, movie, I wrote down a list and it was probably... 
five full scrolls down on iPhone notes. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had to That's obviously... Five full scrolls. Dial it back. Dude, relax. <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, I'm just going to start off with the best things. First of all, how awesome is it that this is a movie like that launched Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's career? Like, they... Two young guys, up-and-comers, weren't in a lot of things before this. They write this script about their, you know, kind of a mix between their lives and, you know, just their their dreams. And they write this script, and it gets made into this movie that is, you know, just an all-time classic. I think that's so awesome. Um, but right off the bat, things that I like about this movie? Okay, Matt Damon's hair. Um, <laughs> ben Affleck's outfits. Robin Williams' beard, <laughs> um, and Skyler's accent. I, I can't remember the woman who acted as Skyler. Mini um, Driver. My favorite, Mini Driver. She just rocked. She was so awesome. Um, but the fav- my favorite scenes, and I'll break these down a little bit. Um, <laughs> pitching at Rudy, the batting cage. Okay. Rudy's just gonna do the rest of the podcast by himself. <laughs> yeah, you guys could uh, hang up now. Provide and, uh, uh, I'll talk to you later. <clears throat> but no. I'll just I'll break down these two scenes that I really thought were like so awesome and emblematic of the whole movie. <laughs> They're at this batting cage, okay, and Matt Damon is standing in the middle of the of the cage, like in the middle, like where the balls come flying out because they're too cheap to pay for the machine yeah. <laughs> to oh. shoot the balls at them, and they're pitching to each other like there's nothing I going had a, on. I had a question about that because I was watching this. I think this this was the first time I've ever seen this movie. But I was watching what? it, and I was like, "Is that how the batting cages work?" <laughs> no, they you stand there. Like you stand there. You throw. Because I thought they were machines. Okay, good to know. Yeah. I wasn't completely out of the loop. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. But Second that just totally scene. shows like they do not care. Like they just <laughs> they just don't care. Um, well, I mean, I told you like I, I have a million scenes that are my favorite scene, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think the next one that's just like hits all the right feels is that scene, the construction demo scene. Where it's Ooh. like, you know, towards the toward middle, towards the end, where Matt Damon's talking about how he's going to work there forever. You know, oh, I'm going to work here f- with you forever, 50 years from now. And, you know, Ben Affleck's like, if you're working here, you know, I'm gonna 30 kill years you. From now, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill yeah. you. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so awesome because it shows that, like, the char- like, Ben Affleck's character, he is such a good friend, you know, that he knows he doesn't want to just hold on to him for himself. He wants him to go. He knows he's meant for better things, and it's just like, it's so awesome for him to have a friend like that. And it's like, it, it I don't know, something about it shows it. It's not about, <laughs> this is going to sound kind of corny, it's like not about how much money you have or how smart you are or whatever. Like, being a good person and a good friend is like so much more simple than that. It's just, you know, and he, he demonstrated it there, and I just, the whole movie has just got so many cool characters that, you know, you want to like emulate and that you wish you could be, and yeah, so that was that was one scene that I thought just wrapped it up perfectly. Okay. I had some thoughts about uh well, the kind of going along with what you said, Ben Affleck's wardrobe. Big, he's a he's a big fan of the uh the snap-off sweatpants in this movie. Dude, the jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah. The jumpsuits much, are just off pretty the much chart. every other scene he's ready he's looking like he's ready to come off the bench for the Brooklyn Nets or something. Six <laughs> six man of the year. Yeah. Um, that was my one thought. My other thought on Ben Affleck is that he is the actual star of this movie. Biggest takeaway, best Ooh. best performance I think in this movie is by by Ben Affleck. He's the most oh, real. Dude. I think you're you're watching him and it's yes. like, yeah, this guy, this is an actual guy. 
You know, the kid from yeah. Southie. Yeah, he just seems like the most like. I don't know. That was my big takeaway from the movie. He seems like he's the most like this is a real this is a person that I believe it probably existed at some point. But did, I feel the like rest the whole of it, friend group like didn't the friend group feel real? Like it was just yeah, you know, hanging out, going to get burgers, like going to go to the <laughs> little league baseball game, and like just <laughs> hanging out, people not sure what to do randomly. They're getting jobs <laughs> here and there. Okay, that well, <laughs> Sean brought it up, but that is the, the one fight scene that. Yeah, that slow mo park fight scene. What was the deal with that? Because that's to me seemed with Baker Street seemed like that didn't fit at all. It's like they're just cruising around. Oh, now all of a sudden we're in this like slow mo fist fight scene in this movie that's serious and about this guy who has you know uh, attachment issues and stuff. And we're watching these guys <laughs> duke it out on a, a basketball court in the middle of the city. Well, like, did you guys notice that it wasn't? that it was a fight that was slowed down the actors like pretended to be in slow motion oh wait really <laughs> yeah. yeah like casey affleck's like he's biting his lips and he's like slowly moving his hands yeah oh i didn't know that they did so it might have been double slowed though i think i was not paying attention to that. but they didn't really like i think they were acting in they slow were acting they were in slow motion also. <laughs> yeah but funny. no i think that shows like it's I think that's, if I remember correctly, it's right before or after the scene where he solves the equation. I think it's right after where he solves, like, the big equation for the first time. And yeah, it just shows so. that he's, like, living in these two worlds, right? Like, he, yeah, you know, he's a genius and just a flat-out genius, but he's also, <laughs> he's also crazy enough to be able to, like, <laughs> oh, that's a kid who beat me up in kindergarten. Let's go, you know, <laughs> punch him in the face. <laughs> I, I suppose so. Uh... I suppose so. Sean, what's your uh, what's your your big takeaway from this movie? Just makes me think fondly of of Boston. I just love love the area, family there. Just have fond memories of of Boston and just hanging out. And I feel like there's just a lot of good people there. Like Rudy was saying, just like bros. Um, you know, Southie's um, kind of a it's not as rough today, but it was just a rough, you know, working class type lifestyle. Um, so it was cool to kind of see. I loved the compartments of the movie of the back and forth between uh, Sean and Will in the therapy sessions. And that was its own little world. And then um, kind of him with his friends like Rudy was talking about. And I just loved that like Will kind of didn't. He was trying to belong in that area, but he really, he didn't. Um, so it was just a really good movie. I, I do, love this movie. It has a lot of really good themes. Um, love all the little quirks. Like, have you noticed at the at the beginning when um, Will is uh, mopping the floors, his uh, jumpsuit that he like this janitor outfit says Bob on it. Yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> And then the slow-mo fight scene, it's just, like, funny. Because <laughs> it's such a good movie, but it just goes to show nothing's perfect. Just goes to show that it's being made by two guys in their mid-20s yeah. who have never made a movie before. Right. And then, like, at one point, they're just throwing cinder blocks off the side of a building. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. doing demo. Doing construction. <laughs> I feel like, too, this movie, like, it's broken up into two parts, where it's, like, the first part is... I, well, Getting I to know well. Because every good movie is a three-part act, right? It's broken up. The first part, you have just Matt Damon and his friends, and it's just like, he's kind of like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think he's always had this superpower where he, like, can go up to anybody and, like, 
totally outwit them? Or do you think he's well, just because I, I think well doesn't like, he say no, that when he's talking about like the playing the piano thing and how he can never play a piano but he could always do this like that was the that was the whole thing like yeah so yeah, it's, yeah. So this yeah is, exactly this is his talent so I guess it would probably be yes so yeah so he's always been able to talk his way out of things because he's a genius um, so it's, you got that like first scene and then you have the scene where Robin Williams enters enters everything and it's just mm. like you know he's an older version of Will in a sense who's like a rough and tumble guy, but has a brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he's so electric. Isn't he electric? Robin Williams, yeah. He's good. He's very good. Guy. Oh, he's so good. That monologue with him by the duck by the pond with the ducks. He's so versatile. Just like, or he was so versatile. Uh, um. Well, since it seems like you guys are both really into this movie, I was, not into, <laughs> was not into this movie so This is the first much, time you've so. ever seen this movie. Yeah, this is I'd never seen it before. It was the first time really? going into it. Um, and this, again, we've talked about this, you know, obviously off mic before, but we had, uh, you know, how expectations and other people hyping things up and changes yeah. your your enjoyment of a film. So this could have been a byproduct of expectations. But um, I just, uh, maybe I went in and the, my expectations were too high, knowing that it was your favorite movie of all time. Maybe I was just looking to be contradictory. I don't know. I just was not <laughs> was not into it as much. Uh, I had some <laughs> I had some notes. We can go over them if you like. If not, you guys yeah. can just keep talking about like how much how much you love this movie because I don't want to just rain on the parade. You can rain off stuff. No, I want I want to have a little debate here. You give okay, me whatever so, you got, and I'm gonna try and make you feel different. Some of these things are good. Some of them are bad. You know, just some, some quick. First off the bat, number one, the professor is like a massive creep, right? Is that Stolen. Stolen. Stolen Skarsgård. Yeah. He like, yeah, he's he, like hitting on college girls. He's like, yeah. When oh, that, fir- when that yeah. literally it's like the second scene that girl comes up to him or whatever about his, his thing, yeah, his problem being solved. And he's like, not if you're, unless you want me to buy you a drink or something. Yeah, take you're like to- that. I don't know. <laughs> and then later on, he's describing how like doing math is like having sex or something. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with that dude? I'm gonna he's defer to Rudy. I- <laughs> no, he's actually on my list. Is one of the worst parts about the movie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw a whole movie away because one guy, one character. I just like. I mean, obviously, every character you are. You're, every movie has a character you're not going to, or at least one character you're probably not going to be into. So I'm not going to throw it away because of that, but just makes any scene that guy's in just a little less enjoyable. Plus, on top of that, he, he like 25% of the time he has eyebrows, and then the other 75% of the time he doesn't have <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> it just really adds to the unsettling factor. So maybe it's just genius Dude, casting. Let's pick this guy who's... Guy. Who only sometimes has eyebrows to play this it's role. It's a blonde guy. Throw everyone I did not notice that. Sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. You have to really send me weird. a picture of both. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll uh, I'll go I'll rewatch just to pick out pictures of the show show my eyebrow. My swap synopsis. out would be John Malkovich for him. Mm. Has he ever played a genius, John Malkovich? <laughs> He's always been a crazy person. <laughs> And uh, in rounders, right? He's like the poker genius. Oh, true, yeah. Dude, I true. think he, I think he would have been able to ride that line of creepy but genius. No, I think you're right, Sean. Well, uh, yeah. see, but that's the other thing with the professor character is that I feel like 
he yeah, he does have some like like he obviously I don't think he's like selfish about it. He wants what's best for um Will. The main character for Will, right? You know the title of the movie. So <laughs> so he you know, yeah, that guy who the movie's named after. So like I don't know that like you could just put in someone totally creepy into that role and just lead into the creepiness if it would be better. But like it's hard to like I don't know. Because sometimes you sympathize with him and you sympathize with his takes. And like towards the end when he's like arguing with Robin Williams, I kind of th- kind of agreed with the professor a little more. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could go full creepy or not because you sort of sympathize with him a little bit. I, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that one blemish. <laughs> he is, you know, I don't think you could judge a movie on that character like do you have anything else that you would uh, uh, I break down my ju- break down my judgments of all movies into eyebrows that's really what it all <laughs> how comes many eyebrows is this you don't care if you how have many, them or not you just want how many, consistency yes yes please just give me some consistent eyebrows that's all that matters <laughs> no um another thing I noticed that just seemed weird is like I'm obviously I know very little about MIT, but are they like really so nerdy that they get that huge like turnout of people to see who solved the math problem? Yeah, like, dude, they're like the smartest in the world. Come on, I don't I just I find it hard to believe people be like following the math problem that closely. You know, just a thought, just a thought. Ew. Take oh, with okay, take whatever. with take it with a grain of salt. Well, you need um, to take a tour of MIT next time you're in Boston. Yeah, next time I definitely go up to Boston to uh, see how it is up there. I'll, next <laughs> time I ship up in, to Boston, check in on the water yeah, situation. Ship up to Boston. How how are you guys really that into math up here? How's this work? How's this work? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Um, I mean, these are just long are division or <laughs> obviously all minor things. I thought I thought the performances are pretty good. Um, I just think like the whole synopsis of the movie and that like. I don't know. A lot of these movies, the synopsis is like, follow your heart. If you just follow your heart, everything will work out right. And I think that's not really like a good synopsis because sometimes following your heart doesn't work out right for people. Like, I think people Dude. probably think Hitler was following his, like Hitler probably thought he was <laughs> whoa, following whoa. his his heart, right? Ugh. I mean, I'm just, I'm just Disavow. saying like, Disavow. You can, if you do like just follow your heart, it can actually take you to not good place. Sometimes you have to do the right thing, you know? Yeah. I want to say before I respond to that, uh, there's an anti-Hitler podcast, big <laughs> anti-Hitler podcast. Oh yes. Yeah. We, yeah. Extremely that should go without saying. We, we are. Yes, yeah. we are all very anti-Hitler. But the, okay, that's not but the theme, though. I think the thing about this synopsis is it's not a movie that you should be, like, taking anything from, I think. Because Will Hunting is a totally unique character. He's not like any of us, you know? He's, like, got this whole... whole it is like a superhero movie. On. He's like a, it's like a superhero movie, exactly. So I think it's more of a movie about friendship and how to, like, stand by your friends even though, you know, you, life might take you in different directions... Your friends are who, are you like who, you, who they are, and you should I be guess, loyal to them. I guess. Well, I can understand it from like taking it from that perspective, but I think if that was their intent in making the movie, they would have focused more on the fr- friends. Like, like I just feel like there could have been a little more, a uh, little more well, cruising think, around the town with the boys. You know, just like you just wanted, only, yeah, like, three or four scenes like that. I don't know. It seemed like the main focus was on Will. You know discovering himself or whatever and like letting go of his past and like following his heart and he falling in love and like that's what the focus of the movie was on Maybe i felt just, like just different interpretation it was more of will trying to 
decipher like how like remember he was super non-committal with um skylar and he was trying to figure yeah. out how to yeah. deal with that and it was really his abandonment of being abused as a child being hurt yeah yeah and so i think it, some one theme was like you can have everything go right with like i mean he could take whatever job he wanted but he really needed this help and um sean uh robin williams character really saw that in him and knew that yeah you know if you don't figure this other stuff out even if you're the smartest guy on earth you're gonna have a lot of problems in life so i think it wasn't really follow your heart but kind of you know the need to get help and kind of being humble because i think he eventually got humbled because he was just this, guess, you know, yeah, he was I very, he was very sense. cocky the entire movie up until this point where Robin Williams kind of broke him. Mm. Um, when he kept saying it's not your fault. Um, oh, was, dude. Yeah, there's just so many. I don't know. There's just Did so you cry, many. Elijah. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. You wanted to though. Sorry to let you down. No, I didn't. Did it? Did it? Did See, it have I, that desire? I can cry easily, easier in Goodwill Hunting than like Warrior. Yeah, I think so too. too. I just didn't in Warrior. I just didn't get the vibe of like the real love. I don't know, the fatherly love that I got in this movie. One of the most emotional movies. I feel like we should we should probably record an episode of Warrior, right? Yeah, episode. We should. We'll uh, we'll break it down. The the truly emotional movie. But I think I think this movie. I think this movie though. I think you need to watch it multiple times. Yeah, I think I got so much more out of it. I agree, Sean. There's like different seasons of your life that when you watch it again, I think you pull more stuff from it. So, I, I guess so. I don't know. I just, I just felt like the most of the characters at the beginning and at the end of the movie, there wasn't really that much of a progression. And you're like watching the movie, and I just kind of felt like nothing really, like actually happened. I, really? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I just. I don't. Yeah, it just it seemed like like there was a lot. lot Get that, dude. At the end. Will hunting. He goes from being this guy who randomly gets in fights with people <laughs> to working for. Is it to being NSA a guy? To being a to being a guy who's gonna be randomly getting in fights with people in California instead of in. No, Boston. he's not. Like, I don't. Mm, I don't know. Well, and then, uh, and then Robin, Sean, like, and he's Sean. gonna go travel and heal. Yeah. He's got a heel too, exactly. He's gonna write. He was kind of in a bad spot too when when uh, Will met him. You know, he hadn't really dealt with stuff, and then he became better so. friends with um, Lambo. Is that his name? Yeah, Gerald. Saying that they're gonna Gerald go to the reunion Lambeau. again. So I felt like there's a lot of progress in the individual people. Yeah, I think, and and yeah, I think um, even if there's not progress, it doesn't like take away from the enjoyment like i just get so much joy out of watching it like the the interactions between the affleck brothers like casey affleck oh, yeah, about casey's him for a second. So good. he's hilarious he's so he's funny. such a little like I mean, nonsense that was the one one the more enjoyable side of the film i do have to say was the oh he was hilarious cruising around and... cruising around with the homies i do think though yeah. i get what you're saying though elijah like i wish at that time the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Casey Affleck, all those guys would have made just like a. 
It's kind the bros of, movie. Kind of like the town, but like just hanging out in Boston. Like more lighthearted. Yeah. Without all this you other can't, stuff. Though, because any movie with those guys, like any movie where they're just cruising around, someone's going to get killed, right? Yeah. <laughs> someone but has see, to die. See, that's has to be the thing. I like, I, there were scenes that were lighthearted, and then there were scenes that were like super like deeply Intense. emotional. I feel like you're just getting like emotional whiplash from the movie. It's like, yeah, is man. this... Is this an enjoy like am are we having good times, you know, with the, the boys? Or are we like, you know, crying with my therapist? Like Dude, that's life though. I you have good time you can't be good times with the boys all the time. Then it's just like <laughs> and maybe you like can. the lows I the can. lows make the highs better. Right? You don't the know my life. The highs better. A, my life is all good times with the boys. <laughs> good times with the boys. Jealous. All right, hit, hit us with some of those other notes you had, Rudy. Let's hear what else. Okay. What else makes you love this movie so um, much? I mentioned Skylar's accent. Um, okay, the part where he talks about why he doesn't want to work for the NSA, where it's like because it's a long list of things and ends oh, up. Wait, wait, his... wait, wait. Back up. Little fun point on Skylar, the character. The okay. character, the character Skylar, was named after Matt Damon's then girlfriend, who was also named Skylar. Just oh, interesting. Wow. But that, that in and of itself is not interesting. Actually, before filming began, his girlfriend, Skylar, left Matt Damon to date the drummer for Metallica. What? <laughs> Holy crap. Which can... is quite the, uh, quite the uh, <laughs> switch. Can you imagine going from Matt Damon to a guy who's the drummer for Metallica? <laughs> I mean, those guys, they obviously have a lot of similarities between the two of them, yeah. but... Also feels like quite the shift. Anyway, just wanted to point that out. Little little fun fact trivia for you. That is a fun fact. That must <laughs> be hard. Wait, so, so they broke up after filming or before filming? Before filming. Elijah looked so that up this whole during movie. the therapy sessions. He was googling fun facts. It's like I can't I can't yeah. handle this. <laughs> this is a snooze. <laughs> but wait, so he had to film the whole movie with this girl that he was in love with, named Skylar. That was the name of his girlfriend that he just broke up with. Yeah, but he actually oh, then wow. had a re- like had a romantic relationship with Minnie Driver while they were filming oh, it. Oh. Yeah, so it was He's all just man. it was all real. It's all Everything okay. well, but anyway, I mean, I think that's part of like what factors into me not liking this movie. I just am not. I do not like Matt Damon in general. He just sort of dude. Like, really, I don't just understand just, that. Just sort of the annoys Bourne me. Movies? Have you seen the Bourne movies? Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. You didn't, you didn't like them. I mean, he's he's okay in those, but he's just he's like okay. What about Oceans? Again, he's of all the the people that are in Oceans Eleven, he's probably my least favorite. That's in Oceans Eleven. But the Departed. Okay, we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> I'm just not a Matt Damon guy. It's just not for Jeez. me. Matt, if you're listening to this, we're sorry. <laughs> he's in the minority. We come on the pod and, and defend yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just have Elijah sit the that one out if you want. And we'll just <laughs> Sean and I'll just praise you to the, to the heavens. <laughs> oh, um, Lord. Anyway, continue. Sorry anyway, to keep interrupting. That's okay. Um <laughs> the his his reason for not wanting to work for the NSA where he's talking about <laughs> he's talking about somehow like mo- removing a warlord or starting a war in some Cambodian country where his buddy gets sent and then he gets oh, yeah. he gets shot in the butt and it's like <laughs> you know now my buddy like I, I can't even say what he said because it was so in depth and detailed it was but so good 
it was just amazing and hilarious. And then obviously the scene with but even ben that like that scene, not what? to keep poking holes in this movie, but like even that scene, like you could do that with anything in life. Like I could say, well, I drove to work this morning because I drove to work. There was an extra little breeze that then blew this tree over because no. the tree got blown no. over. But you got the that idea from this tree movie. out of the road. And it's but I was saying you it's, could. It's, it's, you no, can do that with it's, anything. It's, That's a terrible reason for not doing like dude, doing it's talking something. about it's talking about the uh, the moral ambiguity of war and the government. It's not it's totally different. <sighs> not, that, not that I'm trying to be a free, you know, flying that that uh peace flag, but you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like it's totally different. No, this is anyway. a very we are this is a pro peace podcast. I just like we're to definitely pro peace. Yeah, we're all very war. in favor of of world peace. We're all into that. Um, so yeah, before Thank you. before Rudy. Uh, anyway, go ahead, continue. Anyway. I'll keep interrupting, but good. Okay, that scene rocked. And then... wait, actually, on the topic of war and peace, <laughs> did you notice that the judge looked exactly like John Bolton? Noted uh, national security. Yes, I did notice that. Former ambassador. It's the different. It's the different <laughs> color did, mustache and hair. I was riding the uh, the stationary bike while I watched this movie, just trying to get a little cardio in, and he came up, and I like had to stop was riding the, the bike and get off and grab my phone to like take a picture and make a note that <laughs> John Bolton was in this movie. <laughs> electric okay. he was great did he did he, perf- he, t- he did a great job great character and that was a great great part of the movie anyway proceed anyway <laughs> so past the nsa thing um the scene where uh sean uh robin williams character is talking about the game where bucky den hits a home run like it's just two boston guys talking about talking about the you know the and boston many, Red Sox. big i hate fan. boston too but it's a beautiful city, and listen to these guys talking about this like moment that everyone, it's like a cultural moment that everyone shared. It's like Aaron Boone's walk-off home run in the, uh, in the uh, ALCS, and it's just like, you know, you could feel, and then, and then at the very end, he's like, oh, I didn't go. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean I didn't go? I had to see about he's a like, girl. He's like, oh, the girl. It was, I, I had to see a thing about a girl. It's just like, ah, it's just perfect. Um... And I mean, I could go on, but uh, well, let me I hit you with some some of my other questions, some of my other thoughts while I was watching this movie. Okay, where when he's in jail and he's just like smoking a pack of cigs, like where did he get those cigarettes from? Do they just give those to you when you go to jail in Boston? It's like here's yes. your jail uniform yeah. and here's your pack of cigarettes. Yeah, you get a pack of camels. <laughs> Short answer: Yes, that's exactly what happens. Okay. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, yeah, some Dunkin'. Okay, fine. Um. In the How You Like Them Apple scene, very famous scene, obviously, yep. very, uh, you know, awesome triumphant, scene. triumphant scene. When he holds the napkin up to the window, he holds it there long enough that the guy could read and memorize the, the phone number. Like, there's enough time for that guy to memorize that phone number. There's no way she's calling and, him back. Yeah, there's no way she's calling well, him back. Well, he could reach out and just be like, you know, totally different guy on the phone. Just no, like dude. schmooze her a little bit. You know? He's done. He's got he's to yeah, transfer he schools. <laughs> yeah, he got, yeah, he got totally owned by a kid who doesn't, who didn't even go to college. <laughs> you didn't even Mom go to college. college. Okay. Anything right. else? That's fine. Um, I'm just wondering, where you guys takes is a dog racing track a good spot for a date? Yeah, she won. <laughs> she won. So that makes yeah. it good. I'm just wondering. I, w- I think I don't it's know, a great spot. It's you. I don't know if I would ever go to a date at a dog racing track, but I'm just wondering if that's the move or not. It's like it's it's a horse racing track. 
but with dogs. Like, who doesn't love dogs? It's like the perfect, <laughs> the perfect date. Okay. Okay. So we're, you we're all show, in on. You, you could show how wealthy you are. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how they were able to fil- film that though with Peta. Mm. No, it's dog racing is cool. Dog racing is cool. Is it? They're okay with that. Yeah, the dogs. That's what the dogs want to do. It's like horse racing. It's, it's like, what they. they it's what they. they it's what either. they want to do. Okay. My uh, my one coworker actually has a dog that used to be a racing dog, and then it retired, and she adopted it. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay, I was just wondering where we where we stood on uh, on dog racing track dates. It's just different, so, different apparently, vibe. Up apparently, there. that's the move. I don't know in twenty twenty if that's still the move or not. But. Oh, I got one more too, Elijah and Sean. Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, I can't remember who said it, but someone referenced a hamburger as a sandwich. Would you consider a hamburger a sandwich? No. <sighs> I mean, it's between two pieces of bread, so I guess, yes. <laughs> it's a type of sandwich. It's a burger. I think you, can put, you put anything in between two pieces of bread and it becomes a sandwich. That's the whole definition of a sandwich. All right. <laughs> I'm with Sean. I don't think it's a sandwich. It's just... It's a sandwich that's that originated in Hamburg, Germany. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah, well, no, we're not no, getting on this. We're not getting on this. <laughs> no, because it's not between two two pieces of bread. It's like in a piece of bread. So no. Anyway, go ahead. Moving on. Carry on. <laughs> we're nitpicking. Oh, we're wow. nitpicking it at this point. Here's another. Here's another question. Does that car make it to California? Because I'm thinking no. <laughs> that is true. I thought that too. <laughs> I don't yeah, think the, that car the, makes it to credits. Ohio. <laughs> Yeah, after the credits, it's him in uh, St. Louis. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he took He's a sitting there. The car is smoking on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, that's when Skylar shows up. Skylar transfers uh, to. Oh wait, she's already in California. Ohio so State. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, do you have any additional thoughts on Goodwill Hunting? I just feel like it was a very nostalgic movie. I just yes. remember watching this growing up. I remember watching this before I was in college and being like, oh, that's what college is like. Like, this is awesome. Because <laughs> for some reason when I was younger and I watched this, I thought, like, Ben Affleck's Ben Affleck and Casey Affleck were, like, also in college for some I don't know. Just remember when I was younger, I was like, yeah, they're just all in college. But <laughs> <laughs> this must just... be what it's like. Yeah. Can't wait. But um, um, I have a few other. Just few drinking, other drinking Duncan and. Riding around. <laughs> okay. Good times. Um, is the town actually a sequel to this movie? Is it what happens to uh, Chucky when he stays in when he stays in Boston? All those years later, uh, he actually yeah, it actually that, turns into the town with shy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. That, I love that take. Yeah, I think that is that's so true. That is the conclusion. Oh, <laughs> I never like even got to talk about the Boston accent and the way that they say the f word. Like it is so. It's F A C K. It's just great. <laughs> Notable non-cursor, but it's just awesome. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta keep that non-explicit. Right yeah, for the kids. Podcast. So yeah, it's for the this kids. Loose concept is a pod for the kids. I mean, that's what yeah. we've been saying since day one. Yeah, this um, is day one. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> another thought. Another. Uh, this is my last note. My last thought. Cole Hauser, he's the fourth friend. Doesn't get a lot of love in the movie, you know, but he's there. He uh, later on, oh, currently, currently he's in a he's in a guest role on a noted 
um, Showtime show, Yellowstone. Oh. His name is Rip. So if you're into Yellowstone. Oh, he's Rip. Into, uh, yeah, he, he's Rip. Dog. Rip on Yellowstone. I did not know that. So if you're watching Goodwill Hunting and you want to know, you want to see more stuff with the the fourth friend who doesn't really have any lines in it, Yellowstone Yellowstone is the show for you. That's funny. Just in yeah. dope. And that's the part two um, of what happens to his character. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the sequel. He goes out west and he becomes a cowboy. Works on the Yellowstone Ranch with Kevin Costner. Rip. <laughs> I'm glad we glad we uh, fleshed out the where are they now section yeah. of this podcast. Casey Casey yeah, Affleck's character moves to uh, what's that town? Manchester by the, the sea. Yeah, Manchester, he moves up yeah. to Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're gonna have a segment recurring. And segment Ro- Robin Williams that. also moves to San Francisco and becomes Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> all move all movies are connected. Welcome to Loose Concept. Every movie ties into connected. every other movie. <laughs> it's all one big story. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm going to introduce a little recurring segment we're going to be doing. It's going to be called uh, Cut a Scene, Add a Scene. So it's very simple. We're going to cut a scene out from this movie and add a scene in. So I don't know if you guys have uh, have one plan, but I'm gonna, I'll start off. Um, the scene I'm cutting... It's just one of those scenes at the end. I feel like there's the end of the movie is like four hours long where he's just like walking around. Is he going to take the job? He's not going to take the job. He is going to take the job. He has the the breakthrough or not. Like, I feel like the whole like it's not your fault scene and then the same goodbye scene to the therapist. Like those could have been the same scene, could have been the same thing, you know, could have had mm. the breakthrough and then the ending. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Somewhere in there, something could be cut down and you can replace it earlier on in the movie with more time with the homies more time cruising more around boston time. with the yes. boys just yeah. rolling in the in the car that's what i want that's what I, that's what i'm adding in yeah i think uh if i may go next um absolutely as, mu- as much as it's crucial to like you the may. point of of <laughs> <laughs> you have our permission as- to go next <laughs> thank you as much as it's crucial to like the development of will i think that like the scene where he just like totally deads uh, Skyler and just like makes her so upset yeah. and like mm-hmm. gives her the runaround. Like it needs to be there, but I just like hate watching it every time. I'm just so yeah. sad. Like, not fun. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's not fun. And yeah, I think along the same lane, in the same vein as Elijah's uh, add a scene, I think I want to add a scene where he's like just totally mentally owning more Harvard and MIT guys <laughs> and just like yeah. going yeah. to like, I don't know. Just a, a competition or something. Like, yeah, we need one, one more scene of him or... dunking on Clark with the long blonde hair. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like maybe a fifty years later scene where Clark is now like in some like really laborious, he, or he's like a hedge fund guy and he just like hates his life. He works on Wall Street and he's like rich, but he's really sad and like miserable. And then Will's like living it up with Skyler, and working for the kids. NSA. Yeah, Sean, I would have liked. Um, for them to get rid of that fight scene that was slow motion. I thought that was a little cheesy. Amen. True. Um, and just replace it with like a full Bruh. on fight scene where they actually are <laughs> not pretending to punch people. But I don't know. Um, so actually when they, when uh, this is, was one of the uh, facts about the mo- the making, the production of the movie, but Gus Van Zandt who directed it, 
Um, he wanted to make them car thieves, actually. And that was going to be a major plot point of the movie was them being car thieves. But uh, that obviously got nixed from the production. But maybe... Yeah, I'm glad it got nixed. Maybe that's the scene. They're jacking cards instead of getting on playground fights. Yeah. I that's felt- the thing. Like, they're really not... It shows they're not bad people. Like, they're not thieves or they're not criminals, really. They're just, they're just like... Yeah. Hoodlums. They're just rough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh... That's about, oh wait, one more thing, one final note. According to uh, according to Matt Damon, when the project was set up at Castle Rock Entertainment, all that he and Affleck heard for the casting over them was Leo and Brad, referring to Leonardo DiCaprio and <gasps> Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they who, re, who actually started together in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this past year. But how different is this movie <laughs> if it's Leo Holy and Brad crap. as opposed okay, to? Okay, here we go. No, here's the thing. We do that weird technology. Okay, my, I'm seeing a lot of red, so I'm talking too loud because I'm getting excited. Uh, <laughs> we, do that, we do that weird technology that they did with Will Smith where they make him young, and we oh, young yeah. all these guys, and we do a new Goodwill Hunting, the same movie with those four characters. Starring, starring Leo amazing. and Brad. Titanic, yeah, Titanic Leo, Brad Pitt from like pre-Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I don't know, what do you think? <laughs> Pre-Mr. Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Dude, Fight Club, awesome. you mean? A river runs yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A river runs through oh. runs through a Brad Pitt, and I, did, okay. I just. I but who? Promise. Who would be who though? Ooh. Two more friends, you, just two more friends that they didn't introduce in Goodwill Hunting. I no, I'm saying I, like, do you have do you have Leonardo think, DiCaprio Leo, play Will? Yeah, I think Leo has to be Will and Brad. Why? Why does he have to be? I want all four of them in there. I want these. I don't want. I want them to be like two more friends. There are more two two more friends of the two more guys in the friend group cruising around town. You know what they would be perfect for? They would be perfect for like um, the the kids from the rich part of town. Oh yeah. They think that they hate each other, but then like they find out they have a lot in common, and then they can like they become best friends. That would be good. If, okay. if this podcast takes off and it makes a million dollars an episode, <laughs> we need to make this happen, okay? No, but can we seriously okay, make... I promise you, we will remake Goodwill Hunting, but with a, a subplot about how they become friends with the rich kids who are played by yes. a, a de-aged Leo and Brad Pitt. Do not, dis- do not discriminate against their age um, currently. I would do a movie of what they currently are like, but have it be some oh. kind of kind of like the town and i know it sounds a lot like oceans 11 <laughs> but i feel like ben affleck and leo get left out of oceans 11 i feel like they would have i don't know just those four guys those are like the mount rushmore of i feel like of our generation of movies well that's the that's the plays you got it i mean that's the that's sort of the that's the cutting edge right i mean you gotta you gotta cut out Matt Damon. I mean, you got to cut out, yeah, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and stick him in with Leo and Brad. That's the only way the hypothetical works. Otherwise, I mean, you can't just say, like, let's just put them all in. That's so they sold the script. Why not? And then you they were going to get recasted? Uh, they, so they had to set it up with a, pro- a production company, I think, which is what Castle, Castle Rock. Rock is. Yeah. So Castle Rock probably helped them get the production going i guess i don't know or, or miramax or whoever i know harvey weinstein was involved in the production Ooh, disavow disavow quite heavily so not a guy that we're a fan of here at loose concept but um part of anyway. history nonetheless 
I don't know. One more fun fact. The uh, the director, Gus Van Sant, actually was the one that painted the uh, picture that Matt Damon Oh, wow. Uh, the paint critiques. by numbers. <laughs> yeah, so a little, little fun fact for you there. Um, wrapping up with the most important question of all. Obviously, we know Rudy's answer, but Sean, is this movie in your top 20? I think it is. Top 10? Is it top 10? It's top 20. Top 20, not top 10. Okay, and Rudy, it's your all-time favorite. All-time, man. I mean, just watch, like, the beginning credits, the beginning scenes give me goosebumps still. I love this movie. <laughs> they give me chills. I, I don't know. Elijah? Top 20? No, no not, not in my top 20. I don't know. Top it's even 50? my top, one, top 100. <sighs> top 100. Wow. I could probably think of 100 movies I like better than this one, to be honest. We need you. to revisit this. You need to watch another, like... Once a quarter. <laughs> oh my word! Four more I times than we see. It's just I I don't know. It's just not. A, I'm not having a good time when I'm watching it. You know, and I mostly just watch movies to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my Fair. whole my whole goal is to just have a good time, and wasn't having a good time with this one, except for when they were cruising around town with the with the boys. With the boys. <laughs> I'm just so upset that you guys planted in my head the idea of all those guys in the same movie. That's just. No, it's not. That's not. I'm saying it would. They would have replaced. They would have been cast over. No, I know. So I know. But instead now of Matt I'm Damon, like, Affleck. I'm thinking. <laughs> dream just movie. dreaming of it's some scenario where it's Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Leo and Brad chilling in Boston together. Boston. Oh well. C'est la vie. Well, this has been the, uh, the premiere episode of Loose Concept. Inaugural. The inaugural. Yes. The uh, the maiden voyage of our our uh, craft that is this podcast. This um, is it. So, Sean, we're gonna let you uh, introduce next week's movie. What are we watching for next week on Loose Concept? We are gonna watch the classic Miracle, but the USA Hockey Miracle. Team. Noted USA Hockey Team movie. We all uh, we all need a little little morale boost during yeah. these trying times and. We all kind of think this is the this is gonna be the movie to uh to do the this trick. Is it. So. This is it. Boom. Yeah. After the complete downer that was <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> oh come on. Come on. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's very well should we made. Tell every, should we tell everybody to uh, subscribe and uh, yeah. leave a rating and review? I don't. So I don't really know why podcasts tell people to leave ratings and reviews. I don't really know what that does, but. We encourage you to keep do it listening. For our podcast as well. <laughs> Why not? Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, review, yeah, subscribe, people, like, you, love, share. Yeah, if you're doing the, it for other people. You may as well do it for ours. Subscribe. It's on Apple. We're we're still working on getting it on uh, Spotify. But I mean, honestly, who's using Spotify for podcasts? Am I right? Or am I right? Just like fifty million, probably fifty million people. <laughs> so it's All also on whom. SoundCloud. Uh, yes. Oh, um, possibly. I don't know how much space we have on <laughs> SoundCloud. Real talk. So it might not be on SoundCloud. It is going to be on Apple Podcasts. So if you're a normal person who uses normal podcasting uh, apps, we'll be on the that one. Yeah. <laughs> the Apple one. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys yes. got anything to say before we sign off? Any closing thoughts? This is fun. Yeah, this is fun. We're going to win you and over. I'm excited to... Yeah, that's my life mission now. Going you over to this movie. We're just gonna we're gonna check in every year. (laughs) 
So then know top 100. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you next week. But for now, keep it loose. Keep it loose. Keep it loose. Love you guys. And conceptual. That price on my head, is that dead or alive? No, no, no. Savvy Star Shoot. Hey, I, I have an idea. How about we get back to the important topics, like the fact that I almost had my face cut off by a Decepticon. As a taxpayer, I would have lodged a complaint, as a matter of fact. You look gorgeous. No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way. <laughs>